Thank you very much. Uh, very good to be here. I was saying to your principal, I think the, the initiative that's been taken to, in fact, give you uh, further opportunities to strengthen your uh, scholastic achievements, I, I think is terrific. Uh, I hope it's really good and competitive uh, because the world out there is competitive and I think the sooner we all learn that there is competition out there and that some of the people are brighter than we are ourselves, uh, the better it is. Um, I think what, uh, what, what's been done here to combine uh, some of the talents uh, and, and uh, the high-level talent of uh, nine schools, I think, is, is, is really terrific. I'd be very keen to hear from you what you think about it uh, um, during the question and, and answer session. Um, but of course, in, in, in business, we uh, try to do some of the same things. We try and hire people who are bright, uh, obviously. Uh, that's a prerequisite. Um, and I'm talking now about the industry that I know particularly well, which is financial services. Um, but also that have got uh, personality, uh, because uh, one thing that is quite important um, in, most, in most walks of life is that increasingly uh, business, uh, research, whatever you do, is, is, is a part of a team, it's being part of a team. None of us are clever enough, uh, perhaps Einstein was, but uh, none of us are clever enough to develop uh, things on our own. Or even if we are, we do better if we collaborate with, uh, with others. So that's, that's one of the things in, in, in business that is quite important. The ability to get on with others, to get the best out of each other, um, and to contribute, obviously, uh, your own learning. What I thought I might do is uh, just to look back a little bit on uh, on my career uh, and uh, 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 to look at it under a number of aspects, obviously uh, one banking in general and the uh, financial, perhaps the financial uh, meltdown in 2007-2008, um, uh, some of the regulatory aspects that have been introduced uh, and where perhaps uh, we're going to go from now. My own background is uh, relatively simple. Um, I went to uh, school, obviously, then I went to university. I didn't know what I was going to do after university. And my father, who never went to university, said I should go to graduate school. I, I, I was brought up for seven years in South Africa. Before that, I was born in Germany. And um, he said, go to graduate school. I went to graduate school in America, because he felt that that was important. And after that, again, I didn't know what I was going to do. And my father said, well, uh, in, he, he, had, he had built up his own business. And he said, in building up my own business, I came across many bankers. None of them seemed to be any good, so you might actually do quite well in banking. So a backhander kind of compliment. That's how I got into banking. Uh, I got into banking, first of all, in the United States, uh, on the training program of the Chase Manhattan Bank, and I came to this country. Uh, and soon after I got to this country, after about three or four years of training, I was asked by my then boss to go to Hong Kong to establish a bank there, which I did. Uh, again, rather fortuitously, because I didn't want to go. Um, and uh, he persuaded me to go. And I'm quite sure my own career would have taken a very different step, because Hong Kong 
1970, from 1970 to 83 when I was there, was just uh, the most fantastic place to build up a business. Uh, enormous growth, uh, obviously uh, very, very clever people, the Chinese, the Hong Kong Chinese, uh, Asia, um, a great growth center. And so sometimes it's actually quite good, even against your own better judgment, to listen to people uh, who are your mentors or who are good advisors uh, to you. Um, Incidentally, Jim Wolfenson, who then became um, uh, head of the World Bank, gave me a book to read, Persuading to Hong Kong. And the book was written by a man called Herman Kahn. Herman Kahn was the, uh, he had the most enormous, almost grotesquely big head, which um, I, I, think, uh, 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 I, I think enclosed uh, a huge brain. He was the uh, chief executive of uh, the Rand Institute, which was a think tank. And he'd written this book uh, called uh, Japan in the year 2000, remember this was 1970, uh, in which he prognosticated that uh, Japan would grow very, very substantially, and even more substantially would grow the peripheral areas around Japan, particularly Southeast Asia, Hong Kong, Singapore, Thailand, Taiwan, um, South Korea, and, and, and so on. And, uh, and that, that, uh, that assumption or that prognostication appealed to me very much, and it proved to be right. He was absolutely right. Uh, Japan grew very fast in the, in, the, in the 70s, 80s, and 90s. Well, 90s not so much, 70s and 80s. And it had an effect on the rest of the uh, area also growing very fast. Anyway, after 12 years, I came back to, to London and became chief executive of, an, uh, of a merchant bank called Schroeder's. Uh, and uh, I ran that for 15 years, and during which the share price uh, increased 42 times, uh, so it became very successful. Um, and then I joined Citigroup because we sold the investment banking business of uh, Schroeder's to, to, to Citigroup, uh, which is an American bank. And I became chairman of Middle East, Europe, Middle East, and Africa for Citigroup. And when Citigroup got into trouble, um, I was asked by the board of directors in New York uh, to become first interim CEO and chairman of Citigroup. When I retired from that, I was encouraged by the government here, which was at that time uh, a Labour government uh, led by Gordon Brown and Alistair Downing as Chancellor of the Exchequer to take on the chairmanship of Lloyds, which had got itself in trouble. We turned that round, as you probably know, uh, and uh, when I retired from that, the government said, uh, would I like to look at Financial Reporting Council, which is the uh, overarching body controlling auditors. Uh, uh, we've got legislative powers through the uh, through Vince Cable's uh, Ministry of Business Innovation and Skills. And uh, I've also been asked most recently to take on the chairmanship of J.P. Morgan for Europe, at least now, which is another matter of So what went, what went wrong in the banking industry? Um, I think um, a, a lot of it was occasioned by the fact that um, the banking industry had gone through a very a relatively easy times. The economies were booming, and uh, uh, this led to some uh, what I would call imprudent practices. Uh, obviously, all of us in the banking industry who were, were involved to some extent, uh, to, 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 to some extent, and some more than others. But generally speaking, around the world, uh, not enough due care was taken uh, to look at risk. And I think that's one of the main areas uh, that people forget that banking is a risky business 
um, and you need liquidity uh, from depositors, you need funding so that it's not just short-term depositors so that you or you can't withdraw your money tomorrow but because the loans are made longer there's an there's a, a intermediation gap between uh, those of you who do economics uh, will understand that loans probably are made for five years or ten years or whatever it is and, and deposits are taken for a relatively short period of time and that has to be covered through both liquidity and funding. And some of these uh, natural precepts in banking were not regarded um, well enough. And secondly, I, I think some uh, um, banking became rather more complex, uh, sophisticated, one might call it, uh, complex uh, in, in the sense that uh, the activities that were undertaken were really quite difficult and became very international for the, in a way to find the clientele of, of banks. But all this placed far greater uh, emphasis on management and management being able to deal with the complexity um, and uh, with the uh, internationalization of some of the major banks. And this, this proved to be a problem, obviously, when the economy is turned down. Um, people say that it, it's the banks that, uh, that uh, were, the, um, were the progenitor of, of, of the financial crisis. I think um, I, my own view is that the banks probably uh, must acknowledge the American saying that the buck stops here. They probably, in fact, uh, in, in my view, were the main contributor, but there were all kinds of other contributors, politicians, regulators, or the lack of regulation, and, 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 and so on. But the banks, quite rightly, I think, should take most of the blame forward. Since uh, 2007, obviously there has been uh, a, a, a major, uh, it has had a major effect on the economies. Some, bail, uh, some banks need to be bailed out by the taxpayer. Um, I think uh, in the United States, uh, uh, it's very clear that the taxpayer benefited ultimately uh, in, in that uh, the stakes that the government uh, took in, in were able to be sold at a profit. Here we haven't quite got to that stage yet. Uh, uh, at Lloyds Bank we have, in fact, or the government has sold 17% of its 14% it's done 25% at a profit. Um, in Royal Bank of Scotland, which was the other main, uh, has not yet been able to do so, and there have been others more the block and so on, uh, where this is good. So in, in, in America it's recovered much more quickly than it has here. But there has been a huge change uh, much stricter regulation, um, which I happen to think is probably correct. It's, uh, it tends to be the pendulum swings one way or the other. Um, I think the fact that regulation is important, nobody in fact will deny. I happen uh, to think also with my FRC hat on that regulators should always ask themselves is what we, regulation is very important. In a complex global world, regulation is hugely important. But we should also ask, always ask ourselves, is what we, as regulators, doing uh, making a difference? Uh, and it should not just be a marginal difference, because it's very easy to heap regulation upon regulation upon regulation, and ultimately you stop uh, the initiative of the, uh, of the regulatee, uh, the private sector. Um, but regulation is important, and the regulator should ask themselves if it's if it's if it's important, do it. If it's marginal, uh, is it really worthwhile? Because it might, in fact, have 
uh, from an impact analysis adverse uh, consequences. So the banks are probably now in, in better shape than, than they were. They should certainly should be. They've had to raise much more capital in order to support their operations. Um, there has been there has been much management change in in the banks. Uh, those uh, who were associated with Fabia uh, are no longer there. But what of course the newspapers and others are saying none of them have had to be uh, have. Have had to be guillotined. They haven't. Uh, they haven't gone to prison. Uh, and and uh, I, one of the things that undoubtedly you read about is that the regulation may, in fact, make it tougher on banks who make the wrong judgment or who recklessly bring a bank into trouble should, in fact, be criminally liable. It's not going to be easy uh, in the courts of law to, to, to have that. But there is a there's a big emphasis that uh, those, uh, in fact, who have supervised failure should, uh, should somehow uh, uh, suffer the consequences. Um, one other thing that uh, I thought I'd just mention to you is um, I was the, um, with, with uh, one other chairman uh, of, uh, of a bank in, in the UK, um, was the founder chairman of something called the 30% Club. Uh, some of you may not have heard of it, uh, others may. The 30% Club is in fact to get onto boards of major FTSE 100 companies. Um, diversity of female diversity, gender diversity, uh, because uh, certainly I believe um, that diversity in itself is, is, is good. Um, obviously gender diversity but also ethnic diversity is good because it leads to differentiated thinking. Uh, there was a view at one stage uh, that if Lehman Brothers had been called Lehman Sisters, uh, we wouldn't have had uh, the, the downturn. I don't believe that for a moment. I think even if it had been Lehman Sisters, you would want to have some men on the board to get the diversity. In um, the financial services industry, there was a very heavy emphasis on men uh, and white-only men in, 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 in the major banks around the world. I know this from the United States and uh, Citigroup. I think that has changed now because people really do believe that a diversity of thinking is important. For example, I certainly have found that uh, when one discusses at a bank or certain types of new product or whatever it is, um, men look at the profitability first and then look at uh, how the customer is impacted uh, second. Women undoubtedly look at the customer first. Uh, how is this going to impact and then they look at it. So it's a different way of looking at it. Women are more cautious about uh, risks, uh, men slightly more gung-ho. That's not to say that one is right or the other one is wrong, um, but I think it's that, that collective view which I think leads to better judgments, uh, and I very much uh, am in favor of that. And certainly at Lloyds Bank, uh, we uh, achieved the 30% uh, balance uh, of uh, female to male, uh, which I think is important at the board. It's now important for people like you that this is also embraced in the management uh, uh, area of, of the bank, not just at the board, non-executive uh, level. The, um, perhaps the last thing that I'd say is uh, that in terms of regulation, there is obviously um, the whole area of, not just for banks, but for companies in general, 
the way that accountants uh, prepare accounts. Uh, obviously, this, this is something that I'm talking of in relation to the FIC. Uh, the uh, reliance that investors place on uh, accounts, the importance that trustworthy accounts um, are for uh, the United Kingdom as a major financial center. Incidentally, I always talk about the United Kingdom as a major financial center, not just London, because you've got, uh, you, you may know the figures, in financial and professional services, um, this country employs about 2 million people, about 600,000 of those 2 million people are employed in London, about another 400,000 outside London in the southeast, but a million in the rest of the country, that's Edinburgh and Norwich and uh, uh, Bristol and Cardiff and uh, Leeds and uh, you know, all over the place. So uh, this country is actually very good at financial services, banking, insurance, broking, etc. And professional services, which is law, accountancy, consulting, McKinsey, BCG, etc., private equity, and, and so on. Um, and in that um, area, obviously, trustworthy accounts upon which, on the basis of which, both domestic customers, whether they be individual or corporates or pension funds or whatever it is, can invest as well as foreigners can invest is, is, is very important. We are leading in, in, in that area in this country. Uh, we have a system whereby a regulation that we put forward at the FRC, people can actually comply with, or if they do not wish to comply, they need to explain to shareholders why they think for their company it is inappropriate to, uh, to, to, uh, to comply with the regulation. Um, much to my surprise, uh, much to my surprise, given the dirigist uh, attitude of Europe, um, the Europeans have in fact embraced the compile explain system, i.e., not just de dealing with not dealing with it legislatively, but saying we think you should comply, but if you feel if you as a board of directors or a management feel you, you, it's inappropriate for your company to, co to comply with this kind of, these kind of yardsticks, these kind of best practices, explain to your shareholders why you don't. Um, and I think that's a very uh, mature way of, 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 of doing it. Uh, but trustworthy accounts, accounts which investors can rely on, uh, accounts which lead to investment in this country, both domestically and internationally, from international investors, is uh, very important. So there is a whole range of subjects which um, I thought I'd um, leave with you to ponder over. Uh, as to your own careers, I happen to think that despite everything that's gone wrong in financial and pro uh, professional services, financial services more than professional services, um, this country is very good at it. There are tremendous opportunities in both those areas, in you know, professional services, as I said, law, accountancy, consulting, etc., etc., as well as in the financial services uh, area. It's a competitive world, but uh, it's a world which um, I, I think is, 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 is hugely stimulating uh, because you're dealing with uh, interesting uh, situations and in which um, I think diversity of thinking is becoming ever more important and where I think you, uh, in fact, may do very well and you should certainly think about it as being one of the areas that you should be looking at. Thank you very much.